Here we go again here at the Sylvester Room in Palmer Village, the building of dreams where character counts. Marion Rizzo, the executive director, Linnell McKinney, program director, and we have here the director of education, Ms. Audrey Medley. Good morning, coach. Good morning. And we are so excited to have you here. And I want you to share with us, share with the whole world, where it all began. If you could just take us back to where it all began, when you knew you were going to be an educator, share with me, take us back, take us back to that time. Okay. It's kind of a long story, Coach. I'm going to keep it short as I can. I just think it's a really powerful story. Um, but as my mom would tell you, um, it started all the way back when I was four years old. I was already saying I was going to be a teacher before I ever walked in That's a building. So, powerful. Um, wow. so I understood my path and my purpose so early. And then I kept having so many experiences that kept bringing me back to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, very early um, in my days, I learned and I was surrounded by people who cared about me so much in schools. Mm -hmm. In fact, um, my second grade teacher is still good friends with me mm -hmm. today. Wow. I even went back to work in her classroom as an adult. Wow. And so um, there's just always surrounded by other educators mm -hmm. that loved on me. Mm -hmm. um, they saw my potential mm -hmm. and they helped me grow it. Yeah. So um, it, very on in high school, I had some not so great experiences like mm -hmm. a lot of kids mm -hmm. in high mm -hmm. school trying to find your way, yes. you know, yes. trying to become adults. Mm -hmm. And my parents had actually moved us from the inner city of Pontiac mm -hmm. into a rural area. Mm -hmm. And when they did that, uh, my brother, it's just my brother and I, and right. we just couldn't connect with the community the same. Mm -hmm. We didn't, um, we didn't have people, educators around us that poured into us yes, the same, yes, not yes. like when we grew up in the city. Right, right. So we kind of lost our way. In about 11th grade, I actually mm -hmm. dropped out of school. Wow. Yes, I actually dropped out of school. In, that was in the, not, not in Pontiac. No, no it, in the place that my parents thought, oh, this yeah. is the great place for us to be, <laughs> right? Who would have thought? And even they said, wow, I don't understand why we ever moved you guys there. You know, mm -hmm. hindsight 2020. Right, 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 right. So anyways, um, dropped out of there. Mm -hmm. were told my mom and dad, um, it's my mom and my stepdad. I said, hey, I'm going to go to college and I'm going to become a teacher. But wow. I just can't get through high school yeah. here. Yeah. Take me back to where I'm from. Wow. So I That's actually, so well, you know. There's something special about inner cities. Yes. Something so special about yes. it yes. because everybody gets to know their neighbors and That's everybody right. is so culturally diverse. Yes. And yeah. it's just it's just a great place to grow up yes. in. You know, yes. everybody just caring about right. everybody. Right. And the thing about that is, Miss Audrey, is that you were being groomed. You were you were preparing for what you're doing now. So you had to be able to experience that that culture. You had to be able to experience what was necessary so that now that you're here, it's like you're here for that purpose. Absolutely. Ain't that right? Absolutely. And it's crazy because anytime I was ever diverted from that, mm -hmm. I just came, God just kept me putting me back wow. in it, kept putting me back yes, in it. Yes. So just like any young people, you know, struggling to grow right, up and right, everything, but I just right. kept getting 
back right on the path. Yeah, that was God. It was right, one hundred percent. Well, I don't, I don't know what else it could be. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, when I returned back to to get my high school diploma, mm-hmm. uh, this is a this is a crazy mm-hmm. situation. So I re- actually wasn't even old enough yet right. to attend their program. Right, right. At that time, there was a fantastic administrator there, mm-hmm. Mr. Keel. He's mm-hmm. gone now, but mm-hmm. amazing human being. He told me, he said. Now, this is in Pontiac. In Pontiac. But I lived in Holly. <laughs> but I lived in Holly. So how are you getting to my, my mom drove me. Right. My mom drove me. So mm-hmm. I so Mr. Keel said to me, you know, you're not from this community anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, technically, I don't have to let you come here. Wow. So he said, so here's the deal. Mm-hmm. You're going to come here for one semester and earn no credit. Wow. You're just going to come and you're going to study and you're going to work. And if you prove to me that you're really serious about yes. finishing this thing, yes. Yes. then I'm going to let you come here. Right. And you did it. And I did it. And I started tutoring adults there. No. It, it, it was, oh, my and goodness. I was 17. So I finished there mm-hmm. and, of course, right away started attending community college. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I could say about, um, about my schooling was that I didn't, quite feel prepared Mm -hmm. for the university, Mm -hmm. not the big university. Mm -hmm. So I had people say, you know, why don't you start at the community level, Mm -hmm. build your way up, Mm -hmm. you know, but I still always had the dream, the dream of becoming Mm -hmm. an educator, the dream of going back to a community similar to the one I lived in Mm -hmm. so I can Mm -hmm. service them Mm -hmm. the way people loved on me Mm -hmm. and educated me. So I um, went through uh, OCC in Auburn Hills there. Then I started attending one of the most fabulous education colleges, Mm -hmm. Oakland University. Go Golden Grizzlies. (laughs) Go Golden Grizzlies. We were just down there just a few weeks ago. Amazing place. Oh, it's an amazing place. Well... They, they do such great things with um, in, in different cities, mm-hmm. placing teachers and mm-hmm. doing field placements and yes. really making sure people understand, yes. um, you know, where, where, do you, where do you see yourself becoming an educator? Right. Yeah. Where? Because you shouldn't just go anywhere. That's right. You shouldn't just take a yeah. job anywhere. Right. You need to understand the community you want to serve. You got to be a good fit for that. So right. yeah. they do a great job, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. helping people see that yeah. Yeah. and placing them. So That's important. It is yeah. so Listen, I, I tell young educators coming in now, please don't take a job just to take a job. That's right. You have to you have to understand. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to examine your own beliefs before you take a job somewhere. So right. You gotta know that you're not coming to the table with stereotypes That's and right. and misinformation. Right. Mm-hmm. Misinformation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, I, I've seen it a lot. Mm-hmm. I've seen it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I know you and I have had nice conversations about you know sometimes sometimes people see you and they think oh because you look like me or you're educated or we or you we both went to oakland university that i can say whatever i want Mm -hmm. to you about Mm -hmm. inner cities right Right. And then I have to check them. That's right. Because that's why I'm here. That's right. right. I, that's right. It's part of my job. It's part of who I am mm-hmm. to help people who are misinformed, misinformed. to become yeah. informed. That's absolutely correct. And yeah. that's uh, that's a lot of where my passion comes mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. because. Growing up on assistance, growing up mm. um, where parts of your family are illiterate, growing mm. up where your father, your real father is addicted to drugs, mm. growing mm. up and seeing these things, mm. 
it's a gift in so many ways. It's yes. a gift because you can, first of all, I always tell people, your zip code does not define who you are. Come on now. Your zip code does not define who you are. Yeah. And if you're surrounded by the right people That's encouraging right. you, right. education is the great equalizer. Come on now. Education is the great equalizer. Mm -hmm. So if we provide people provide. with yes. top, top um, programs and top yes. education and yeah. give them access, they will take it. Come on now. They will take That's it. The truth. That's so the truth. at Oakland University, graduated from there, my first degree, KA mm -hmm. elementary education. Mm -hmm. Started working first, couldn't get a job. It's mm -hmm. so different these days, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But there'd be 2,000 people lined up for one wow. job. So I started in a charter school. I was the very first teacher hired there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then, but my dream was Talk always, dream. To, always dream. to get back mm -hmm. to Pontiac. But I didn't know, I didn't know that it was actually bigger than that. Right. I didn't know that it was that it was bigger than being in a classroom right, right. just in Pontiac. Yeah. I didn't I didn't understand that at first. Yeah, right, right. Then at about 22, 23, mm -hmm. um, a wonderful program found me. Mm -hmm. And it was a program called Camp Phoenix. Okay. And it was a program that was um, just starting in the Pontiac School District. Mm -hmm. And it was connected to the YMCA mm -hmm. of Metro Detroit, yes. which is huge, yeah. huge, because yeah. they have a lot of partners like we do here at of the village. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the, uh, a wonderful lady director there, Lisa Sinek, mm -hmm. she she saw what was in my heart for kids. Mm. She saw what was in my heart. Mm -hmm. She saw how passionate how I passionate. was yeah. about... Um, about programs, about um, helping people yeah. who just just reach the dream, help yeah. people get to their yeah. dreams, see themselves, Absolutely. you know, see themselves. You know, I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up. That brought that up because what you're telling me is what you're saying is when you give a child, regardless to that zip code, we're talking about the zip code, right? Mm -hmm. Regardless to your zip code regardless to the makeup of where you come from or, or what's going on all around you, mm -hmm. if we could share with you and give you that avenue, that, that street to where you can see yourself two years from now, five years yes. from now, 15 years from now, 50 years from now, yes. that's the dream. How do, how do we connect with you to give you that education, which we learn in many different ways, right? Absolutely. How can I educate you to the point to where you can see yourself, yourself living in that dream? And then back then they ask us, what do you want to do when you grow up? And then what's right. the answer? The answer is when I grow up, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we've lost that when I grow up mm -hmm. opportunity. Mm -hmm. So now what you're telling me is you're in the process of preparing these young people to be educated on how do I answer the question when right. I grow up? Right. What's that dream? Right. Yes, go right. ahead. That's, that's right. A, that's well, you know, um, I always imagine myself doing something so great. Sometimes I speak of it being a school where mm -hmm. kids can come and actually live in it. 
to actually live in it, to live and breathe people mm. around you who encourage you and educate you and provide you with amazing programs. Just live in it. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> Just live in it. Just live it. So, um, but with the YMCA, they help me to see that it's that it's more than just kids that you need to help. That's right. That's right. That you have to provide services that wrap around families, mm. um, you know, literacy programs for families, mm. and just help and support so and mean. encouragement, yes. Yes. Um, and provided them that kind of a place. So yes. we were doing that for about, I was working with them for about 14, 15 years where we became wow. the Pontiac School District years? summer program. Yeah. Wow. And we grew from about 30 kids to 300 and some odd kids. Yeah. And it would be time for orientation registration. They would be lined up around the building. Mm. And the difference was very similar mm -hmm. to the village. Mm -hmm. The difference was it was an alternative to school, not like regular school. There you go. It was hands-on. Hands it was fun. Mm -hmm. It was encouraging. It mm -hmm. was beautiful. Yes. Inside yes. was beautiful. Yeah. And they could add to it. Mm -hmm. And then we tapped in on the other talents mm -hmm. that sometimes don't get really recognized That's in right. a regular day right. of yeah. school. And right. I know that because I've been mm -hmm. doing school now yeah. as a teacher for mm -hmm. multiple, you know, right. 20 years. Right. Right. So right. Um, from there, uh, from Oakland University, then I went back and I got my first master's degree in reading. Mm -hmm. Well, why reading? Mm -hmm. Why reading? Well, because if you can't read and write, Absolutely. How are you going to communicate your Period. needs and Period. how do you communicate to the yes. world? It's the avenue. Yes. It's the avenue. Everything is reading and writing. Yes. Yes. And I had an experience in my own family. My grandmother was illiterate. Mm. So every week, my mom and I, and I watched my mom do this for her, and then later I did it for mm. her. But we would go to the house every week to help her read her mail, mm. business letters, mm. Mm. you know, get, get things in uh in her life you know organized yes, help her help yes. her know what she was getting at her yeah. house and i and from that grew this great passion for reading and literacy where mm. i said when you become a literate person mm -hmm. you no longer have to be at the mercy of other people that's it you no longer that's have it. to be because i watched my grandmother have to depend on us every yes. week she was at our mercy yes. And I and I said, oh my gosh, mm. this is it. It's thank literacy. It was, thank God it was, you know, you guys. Right. Thank God it was you guys. Right. What if you don't have a one a person right. in your life? Right. That you could trust. Yes. So from there I said, okay, now what? Mm -hmm. Now what? So um you know, in education, there are always these big phenomenal administrators. Mm -hmm. And then there's the ones where you say, now, I don't know how you got here, but <laughs> but I know there's, I've seen it. I've seen so many good administrators. Mm -hmm. So I know, mm -hmm. I know the power of administrator. I yes. know the yes. power of a powerful leader right. Right. who knows and understands education, mm -hmm. who works well with other people, yes. who, who have like mind. And if you don't have like mind, mm -hmm. then... I have to help you see the big picture. Leaders have to help people see yes. the big picture yes. and, and yes. then provide a pathway for there it. There you go. Yeah. So I said, you know what? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna become an administrator. Mm-hmm. That was the next thing I did. That was the next. Thing. That was the next thing. So I so here's master's plus thirty now. Mm-hmm. Educational leadership, mm-hmm. Oakland University mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. They called us the elite eight because mm-hmm. it was so many people struggling to even get through the program because yeah. it was so intensive. Wow. So graduated from there. Mm-hmm. Now this time I started uh, working for um, another charter company mm-hmm. because I was always getting laid off in the yeah. inner city, closing yeah. schools, closing you know, close schools. every year wondering if I had yeah. a job. Right. And all I wanted to do was serve kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do. So when they told me I was going to have a year off of work, I said, yeah. oh, no, I'm not. Right. I can't do that. It wasn't even about money. It was was about about kids. kids. It was always about kids. So I took a job with a charter company in the Flint area. Mm. In the Flint area. Mm -hmm. Started working for Linden Charter Academy. You were still in Pontiac prior to that. Prior to that, I was still in Pontiac for nine years. For nine years Mm -hmm. in the classroom. Now you're at Linden Charter. Now Linden Charter. Mm -hmm. Um, So Linden Charter was an amazing experience Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. me. Because there's one thing I could always say about Linden Charter is they they put their money on kids. Mm. They put their money on kids. There was never a lack of resources there. There was never a lack of professional training, Mm -hmm. meaningful Mm -hmm. professional training there. And then they saw something in me. They saw something because Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell you, I'm an amazing classroom teacher, but I'm also an amazing leader. And so they said, you know what? We see something Mm -hmm. even bigger for you. Mm -hmm. So then I started working my way through up in that company, Mm -hmm. became a dean Mm -hmm. in Saginaw Mm -hmm. um, Middle School and three through five dean, Mm -hmm. um, started doing work there. Mm -hmm. And in that job, I was Mm -hmm. able, oh, developed a whole new passion in me Mm -hmm. because I was able to go into classrooms Mm -hmm. and and give feedback to classroom teachers because a lot of I'm going to be honest, a lot of teachers are coming out of college, and yes, there's a lot of book smart, right? And they go to a lot of field placements, but nothing prepares you. Nothing prepares you you Mm -mm. for working in places where there's a lot stacked against people. Oh, yes. There's nothing that can prepare you. You got to have a heart for it. You got to have the passion for it, determination for it, right? Yes. And when you have that heart, then you're successful. But mm-hmm. you need people in your corner mm-hmm. to help you grow that's right. as a classroom teacher. That's right. Lots that's of right. times that's missing mm-hmm. in public schools. Oh, it's definitely. not enough people yes. helping people grow. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I started um, helping teachers with management, engagement, mm-hmm. literacy, started mm-hmm. putting on professional development yes. for schools um, in those areas. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, all they... I'm now I'm a principal, mm. a principal. Now you're developing all. Of now I'm under I'm over everything, yes. over all the departments, mm-hmm. growing, uh, mm-hmm. doing professional development mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. staff. But the big thing, and I think, and this is where I met Miriam. Mm-hmm. Miriam and I. Mm-hmm. Um, Miriam was the marketing person mm-hmm. for the school where yes. I was the principal. Mm-hmm. Miriam understood what I was trying to do there. Mm. Miriam saw that I had a vision where we talk to kids and we expect kids in our building to Mm -hmm. go on to be something great. Yes, that's 
That is Miss Miriam. And all your programs yeah. have to be around that belief. Mm-hmm. All your people have to be mm-hmm. around that belief. Mm-hmm. The talk has to always be about yes. that. The language always mm-hmm. has to be about that. Mm-hmm. And it has to always be about this is just a stepping stone for you kids That's right. That's because right. you're going to be something great. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Miriam saw that about me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when I left the charter company, um, I worked as an assistant principal. I worked in intervention mm-hmm. and consulting back in the Pontiac School District. Mm-hmm. And then I I started feeling some kind of way, mm-hmm. I have to tell you, about mm-hmm. education. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe I needed to be back in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe I needed to be back in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I was a little lost. Mm-hmm. Like I thought... Oh, maybe it was the politics of it all. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of politics in education Absolutely. where that's why I love the village because you can cut out some of those. Yeah. Yes. Right? Right. 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 So mm-hmm. I started to get, this is a tough time for educators. Oh, it's a tough time. When you have 5% of the kids from Flint that read at grade yes. level, you know, every 26 seconds, a child is dropping out of high school. And then those who do go to school, they're emotionally physically, mentally, you know, stressed out and their needs aren't being met. And we don't know what else they're going through. This is a tough time. And and unfortunately, unfortunately, we don't put enough into schools to support it fully, to really support support the kids, the the families, the teachers, the principals, everybody who's pouring their heart out, just need help. They just need help. Everyone has, Everybody. To, be, has to have that support. This is something, you know, you you you, you uh, tapped into something when you started talking about earlier, you said, you know what? It became a gift because of the position that you had been put in and what you were, you know, going through at that time, you was, you was in, a position or you was in a place mm-hmm. where one, you didn't feel like that was the right place for you, mm-hmm. but you had to be there. Mm-hmm. And then, so you had to rise to the top of your potential at that time. Mm-hmm. And then now you're feeling like, wow, now this has, I'm just, I'm just operating out of my gift. Mm-hmm. Even though you were going out, you know, being, you know, educated, you know, based upon the educational system. But however, you rose to the top because you began to operate off, off of your gift and your talent. Mm-hmm. And as your gift was developed and your talent was developed and that passion coupled with that education, now you're in a position where you can say, you know what, this is the role that we want our children to go in. That's the thing, Coach. Mm-hmm. Education helps you to have choices mm. without without education you don't have you're limited you're, very you're limited. so limited your yeah. whole life is so limited mm-hmm. but once you get out there and you get tr- a trade and yeah. you get college and you get education then all of a sudden all of these doors mm-hmm. and you could get and i think what i was doing is i kept being put back in situations mm-hmm. where god was speaking to me yes. and saying to me mm-hmm. You're going to get something from this mm. because this is leading you to, to the that, next place. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And 
And every time that I was put somewhere, mm. I can honestly say I got something so great from it. Yeah. And it kept developing me developing. to where I am now. Mm-hmm. And mm. and in fact, it's crazy because my mom just said to me the other night, she, you know, my mom is, she's always in my corner and mm. my mom is my hero. Yeah, and yeah. she said to me the other night, you know, about every five years you reinvent yourself. <laughs> you know that's what she said to me. But I couldn't have done that <laughs> if I didn't have education. I could not you know, do that without that. That's something that you say that because uh, my mentor, she told me that a few years ago. She said, every five years. She said, it's it's the five-year time frame that you begin to, re- like you said, reinvent or change directions. Yeah. You know, but, but you said that, you know, God puts us in a position to where we grow and we develop, mm-hmm. he prepares us. Come on now. Mm-hmm. He prepares us for that next level. Mm-hmm. And the only way that we can reach our full potential and, and that is that we come under that pressure, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then we got to go down deeper within and begin to pull out all of that that God has gifted us with. Mm-hmm. And for this season, for this time, for this generation, we've he been preparing us before the foundation of the world. He knew you was four years old. I was six years old when I had this encounter with God that I knew that I was going to be working mm-hmm. with young people. I knew. And at eight years old, I knew my whole plan that God had for me. When you know that there's a time in your life, what I believe is this is the time. This is the generation. This is the population that God has prepared us for. And you know, you said something about Miss Mary, Mary Rizzo, executive director. When I first came here, this building was, this building was, should have been torn down, actually. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I came and I met with her and she was sitting behind the desk, you know, and desk in the chair. That was all that was here. And she was so happy. It was like, yeah. she was so excited, you yeah. know? And I, I sit down, I said, you know, I have a dream. I wasn't coming for a job. Right. I wasn't coming for, I said, I have a dream. And I shared her dream, my dream with her. She said, let's go. Right? She she, she makes like, it happen. She said, let's go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And now here we are. The, you, you have that same right. ideal. You have that same concept. This is the life that I'm supposed to be Yes, living. yes. And you know what's funny is I reached out to a couple of people that I worked with before that, mm-hmm. you know, um, in the Camp Phoenix mm-hmm. program where we were coordinating programs for mm-hmm. kids in Pontiac and everything. Mm-hmm. I reached out to my old boss and I was like, you would not believe what's happening in my life right mm-hmm. now. You would not believe it. So mm-hmm. just for folks at home, I want to tell you, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know I was supposed to do this next right, right, until right. I walked into the building. Wow. And then as soon as I walked into the building, I yeah. knew this was yes, it. You knew. And mm-hmm. so Miriam, this is funny. Mm-hmm. Miriam found me through a friend who Snapchatted me. <laughs> this is so <laughs> funny, right? Because they, they didn't have my newest number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we had gone back, mm-hmm. you know, a few years or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, this friend was like, Miriam is looking for you. She has the perfect thing for you. And you're the person. And you got to get a hold of her. And so I talked to her. And I said, well, let me come Let me come visit mm-hmm. SBEV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I walked in the building yeah. and she took me around. Yeah. And the moment we started, the mm. moment she started taking me around, mm. it was like 
I just knew. And she and I just started bouncing ideas off mm. of each other and talking about the educational piece yes. and moving it to the next level and what it can be yes. and how it and how it can support our kids and support mm. the community. And I just knew. And in mm. fact, I think at one point during mm. our, our our conversation, I said mm. something about, well, whoever you have. And she said, nope, it's you. <laughs> it's supposed to be you. It's going to be you. So let's work that out. Yeah. And I have been, I feel like I'm, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I haven't. Yeah. I mean, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. And when I tell people who really know me yes. and know my heart, like yes. this is what I'm about to take on. They yes. said, that's so you. Yeah. That's exactly you. Yes. This is what you did yes. before. Yes. These were the, the the things working, mm-hmm. uh, working you on the way up to that. This yes. is exactly who mm-hmm. you're supposed to be, exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Yes. So here I am. Here you are. So excited. And we are excited. That is amazing. This is wonderful. Miss um, Audrey Medlin, Director of Education. I'm going to tell you something. Like I said before, uh, meeting Miss Miriam, she is, she's, she's a dream supporter, mm-hmm. you know, we call this the building of dreams because everyone that comes in here, they have that feeling of, wow, yes, this is where I want to be. This is what I want to do. You, you can't come in here and, and, and do art. If you're not an artist, if you, you have to have a passion for it. You can't, you can't come in here and, and be a musician and study and teach music unless you have a passion. That's your dream. Mm -hmm. So the education piece is what we needed so that we can give our children who are lost right now when it comes down to our educational system. We have to reinvent it. We have to do something different so that it fits them. Right. And what we do here at Sylvester Broom Empowerment Village, we have you have you have to master something. Either it's music, it's art, you know, education, sports, you want to be an athlete, you know, we're going to work on that. We're going to give you the necessary tools to be the best that you can be. And part of the greatest thing that that uh, you said is that here's the thing about SBEV. With the tutors coming in from Kettering mm-hmm. and Michigan State, U of M uh, volunteers, we have this amazing ability to be able to provide kids with one-on-one or one with just a couple of students. Mm-hmm. And um, the other thing is our hands are not bound by law. Mm-hmm. As right. far as educational standards go, mm-hmm. we can give kids exactly what they need because we don't have somebody saying to us, mm-hmm. listen, this kid is in 12th grade, so they have to only get this 12th grade material. Mm-hmm. Instead, mm-hmm. we are able to say, hey, honey, if it uh, if you're reading multiple years behind, mm-hmm. we're going to meet you where you're at, there and you then we're going to grow That's you. Absolutely. Because yes. it's important for kids to be able to say, I can do it. Mm-hmm. And how are you going to say I you can, can do, do it, it. If, if you're always faced with something that seems impossible? Come you have now. to take them from where they are, help yes. them see that it's possible, yes. and then you grow them so mm-hmm. that they feel success along, yes. the way, along the way. Along the way. Along so the way. we don't there are some things that don't restrict us the mm-hmm, same mm-hmm. as what you know a traditional public right, school right, right, you know restrictions right, are right. so that's such a great benefit to oh, us it is because we have to meet the needs of the children right where they are then we have to prepare them for the vision or the dream 
but we have to let them know that you do have a vision. You were born for something. There's a purpose for you. There's a purpose for living. Right. And as we we're having problems here in the city of Flint with this second uh, gun, second generation gun violence, they're reaching out to SBEV. What what is it that we can do together? What is it that we can work together on? Here's my thing. We got to give our children an opportunity to dream. Right. You were four years old. I was six years old. At the year, at the age of eight, I knew everything that my life was going to be about. I knew it all. I knew step by step God had showed that mm -hmm. to me. Every human being that comes on the face of this earth, God puts something on the inside of them. He gives them a dream, a vision. Then he couples it with gifts and talents. But we're the ones that have to reach down and give them that opportunity, prepare them for success. And this is what I like to say. Ms. Audrey, thank you for sharing. Thank you for being here. We are so excited, not just for the educational piece, but your passion that you have mm -hmm. to develop it for these mm -hmm. kids. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I know you are. And we're yeah. excited to have you. And I'm going to say this, Ms. Audrey, I always say this before we end. Uh, Ms. Miriam Razul, Executive Director, Sylvester Brewer Parliament Village. Linnell McKinney, Program Director, Sylvester Room in Power Village. And now we have Miss Audrey Medlin, Director of Education. That missing piece is now here. Let's get it going. Let's get it going. Let's, Let's it. go. Let's go. <laughs> and Miss Audrey, if everyone on the face of this earth had an opportunity to live out their dream, wouldn't you agree that what a wonderful world this place would be? Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be? God bless thank you. Thank you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for you. having me. Yes. And thank you. Uh, stay tuned for our next. SBEVY motivated to dream big here at the Sylvester Room Empowerment Village. Thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.